What's going on, my people? How y'all doing out there? This is TJ with another episode of The Soapbox. And man, I'm telling y'all, I'm feeling absolutely wonderful right now. It feels so good to be back with you guys to drop another episode of some serious information, some knowledge for us all to chew on as we continue on with the week. So I hope that y'all are out there feeling good right now. And I'm telling you, we're going to jump into this episode real quick. So with no further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, so here we go. Let me ask y'all a question. Have you ever felt great, like really good? I'm talking in the morning, afternoon, evening, any time of the day. And then all of a sudden you run into this one person that just makes you feel miserable. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that they're attacking you in particular, but maybe they just have the worst demeanor, the worst attitude, the worst viewpoint of the world. Maybe they're going through something and all they do is complain and gripe and mope. That's a difficult person to deal with. I mean, you guys agree with me that it's hard to deal with somebody who is constantly negative about everything or constantly finds a negative way to spin everything. So today we're going to talk about a very important subject that you guys, as well as myself, We've got to really be cautious about, and that's protecting our peace and protecting our energy. Because a lot of times you can start off with a real high energy level. You can be really up there. I mean, on the whole cloud nine deal where you're ready to face the world. And then you can run into this person and that person and your your energy starts to drain. Well, in all honesty, that's life. You know, as the day goes by, you are going to deal with situations and challenges that are going to cause you to sort of drain some of your positivity, some of your energy, some of your well-being is going to kind of slip. But it is vital. It is important that you don't put yourself willingly in situations where this is done by somebody or a group of people or yourself, for that matter continuously non-stop all the time that will turn you into a product of your environment and before you know it you'll be an individual who's draining other people's peace who's draining other people's energy and you don't want to do that you don't want to be a part of that nobody goes out and looks for individuals who are going to cause them negativity until they make negativity and toxicity their home. And it becomes normal. It becomes a regular action. As a matter of fact, their body, their emotional state, their mind begins to crave it because anything outside of that negativity is not normal and it doesn't feel right. You know, it's very sad when an individual becomes so toxic that the only thing that feels normal to them is being in toxic situations. And you don't want to be that way. And that's why we're talking today. So now I'm not approaching you guys with this subject matter based off of any type of religious or spiritual angle. Because by all means, I'm a Christian, but I know tons of people who are other things. And just about every religion or spiritual practice that I've ever ran into, there is a portion of it that clearly focuses on you making sure that you do not 
ground yourself in negative thinking and negative talking and negative emotions and people that continuously push negativity into your life. So I want to make sure that you understand that this is a totality episode. This episode is made for any and everybody that struggles with this almost every day. Or maybe it's just a situation that you just recently started to deal with and you want to make sure that you're thinking on the right level when it comes down to approaching this particular problem. So I want to start off by saying one thing. You've got to protect your peace the right way. And one of the ways that you have to protect your peace is you have to understand that you don't control everything. You do not have the ability, the capability to be able to control more than what your actual circle of influence involves. So you've got two circles that are actually in operation. You've got a circle of interest and that's a big circle. You know, a lot of people are interested in a lot of things. We look at the news, we listen to radios, we read newspapers, magazines, all kinds of different stories hit us day in and day out. There are tons of people that are actually engaged in being interested in a lot of stuff. But then you have your circle of influence. And your circle of influence is actually tangible stuff that you yourself can either touch or influence in a given situation. Now, that circle's very small because the truth of the matter is there's only three things in life that you actually control. The first thing is what you do, the actions you take, the stuff that you actually are able to touch and move. That's what you can control. You can control if you go to work. You can control if you read a book. You can control if you wake up in the middle of the night and eat a full course meal. You can control all of those actions. You can control what is in your kitchen. You can control what's in your car. You can control what you watch, what you don't watch. So those are things that you can actually control, what you do. You can control what you don't do because there's a large portion of your ability to eliminate stress, to kind of meter who you actually deal with based off of what you choose not to engage in. Like for instance, a lot of people like to complain about shootings that happen at nightclubs or places where you know that there's going to be violence. Well, if it's a location that you know is going to be full of violent activity, one of the best ways to stop yourself from being engaged in that is just not to go. So it's important that people realize that you can control what you do, you can control what you don't do. And then the last thing is you can control how you respond to everything around you. Every situation that happens, every place you go, every conversation, that you have. You have full control over how you respond to these different things. There is nobody else that's controlling you but you unless you allow them. And that's how your peace becomes threatened from the very beginning. When you start to allow things 
to alter how you feel, to change what you believe, simply because they are touching on an emotional response. They're touching on a nerve. They're touching on a subject matter that's sensitive to you. Now you're beginning to relinquish your control to someone else, something else, and you can't do that. That is not going to end well when you are trying to be an individual who is not trying to engage in toxicity, who's not trying to bring that type of behavior onto yourself. So you have to be understanding enough to know when that activity is happening and when it's time for you to back away. Okay, so it's vital that you go ahead and make a decision for yourself because this is the only way this changes. You have to make a decision within yourself that you are not going to let anything, anybody, anywhere threaten your peace, threaten your energy, threaten your ability to move forward with a positive and motivational presence everywhere you go. Now, I know without a doubt that there are tons of things that are going on in the world today, in your personal life, and all of these things may weigh on you heavily. But let me ask you a question. Let's say for just the sake of the conversation that you were about to lose your car because you couldn't make the payment. How does you stressing out about it change the fact that you can't make that payment? How does you turning your situation into one where the whole world is over, you're constantly feeling like everything is going wrong. How does that help you make that payment? Did you know that your mind works better to solve solutions when you are in a positive state as opposed to when you are in a negative one? As a matter of fact, statistics have shown that people who have harbored a positive mentality are more likely to find a correct answer for a normal problem than somebody who's stressing and has engaged in a negative or toxic mindset. You need to make sure that you are pushing that stuff away. Yes, you losing your car is a bad thing. Okay, now what do we do to fix it? Can we fix it? Is that something that falls into our area of influence? Or is that something that falls into our area of interest and we can't do anything about it at the present moment? All those things are things that you have to engage mentally in order to make sure that you are not stressing and losing your mind over things that you can't do anything about. I have made the decision and this hasn't been a decision that I've made a long time ago. I mean, it's just been in the recent years, but I have made the decision that I refuse to waste brain cells and time worrying about stuff that I can't change. If I can't make it change, if I can't do something to influence this change, or if I have tried multiple times and it still doesn't, I'm not going to sit around worrying about it anymore. Because at the end of the day, let me make this absolutely clear. When it comes to people, places, and situations, they will be what they are as long as the individuals who are responsible for them want them to be that way. You can't change a single soul until they decide to change themselves. You can't change a single situation until the individual who is responsible for that situation is willing to do what it takes to change it. So why in the world would you sit around and worry yourself, stress yourself to death, 
about something that is not going to change from the moment you start worrying until the moment you stop. As a matter of fact, nine times out of 10, the people who are engaging in it aren't worrying about it at all. And they probably don't care that you're stressing about it either. So why in the world would you allow that to engulf you? You shouldn't. By no means should you do that. You have to take a position that you are going to do your best no matter what the situation is. And anybody can show up with their problems, with their issues, with their complaints. But you are going to push forward no matter what. That is vital. But now let me make sure that you understand this next truth. You will always be under attack. Your sanity, your stress level, your ability to continue to be positive will always be under attack. From the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, from this day to the day you decide to leave this planet, you will be attacked. Your well-being will be attacked. You have to understand that it is important that you identify what it is that is attacking your mentality. What is coming after you? What issue is it that is causing you to feel the way that you do? And you have to make sure that you identify that and begin to take steps to eliminate it from your day-to-day existence. If you don't, then you will continue to live with this forever and ever and on and on until the end of your natural days on this earth. So it's important that we identify the things that threaten your peace, that threaten your energy level. And the first one that we have to identify is you. It's your inner voice. It's that voice inside of you, your self-talk, the things that you say mentally that can cause you to stress, cause you to be toxic cause you to live in a world of negativity. If you're continuing to think thoughts of defeat, of failure, of inadequacy, of poorness, then those thoughts are going to become who you are. You are what you think. Everything about your outer being manifests from your inner being. So it is vital that you control those thoughts that come up in your mind where your thoughts are telling you that you can't do something or you can't achieve something or, or you're no better than this person or you're no better than that person. You are great and you have to think that way. Because if you feed yourself those negative statements mentally, then the rest of you will become exactly that. Remember, the first voice that you ever hear is your own. Your thoughts are your very first voices that ring through your mind. So you need to make sure that you are not defeating yourself before you even get a chance to play the game. So that's the first threat. The second threat is your outer voice because the things that you say out of your mouth are just as important as the things that you say internally. You can't walk around all day long telling the world how sick you are, how broke you are, how you're always having problems with this, how you're always having these problems. Because every time you say that, it reinforces the psyche that you have built inside of yourself. It reinforces the fortification that you have made that you are in a situation that will not get any better. 
You can't keep telling people that. You can't keep saying that. Let's say, for instance, you realistically have bad allergies. Everything in the world, you're allergic to it. Do you realize that if you talk about that on a regular basis, then you are simply reinforcing that condition inside of yourself? Your psyche is continuously hearing that over and over and over again. I can't go outside because every time I go outside, I get sick. I can't go to the park. I can't go this place. I can't go that place. You are reinforcing that into your psyche. So then your body begins to tell itself, you can't go outside. You can't go this place. You can't go that place until eventually that becomes the reality that your body has accepted. There are people throughout history that have made themselves extremely sick from just telling themselves over and over and over again, I'm going to have the same condition that my dad had. I'm going to have the same condition that my mom had. This is something that's in my family and it's been in my family and I'm sure I'm going to have it and, I, and blah, 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 blah. You can't continue to preach that stuff to yourself as if it's not going to manifest itself inside of you. When people ask me how I'm feeling, I say wonderful because I want my psyche to always hear me say that I'm doing good, that I'm doing great, that I feel excellent. I don't want to hear the fact that, oh, well, that's just not the truth. Okay. It may not be the truth, but what better is the situation if you run around telling people that you're in pain all the time? Who wants to hear that? And you shouldn't want to hear that. You shouldn't want to proclaim it. Now, I'm not saying ignore injury. By God, if you broke your arm, you broke your arm. Everybody can see it. You're in a cast. We know it. And there's no need of you saying that your arm is not broken because it's clear it is. But what you don't need to do is run around telling the world, which is also telling yourself, that the arm is in the worst condition it's ever been. It's never going to get any better. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're falling into a rut that you will not get out of because you are continuing to fortify the understanding that this injury has defeated you. You've got to let that go. Instead of telling people, oh yeah, my arm is horrible. You could tell people, oh, my arm is hurt, but it's getting better. It feels better than it did yesterday. It feels like I'm right where I need to be. Anything that puts a positive spin on your condition instead of always waddling in your misfortune, because all that does is reinforce that. So we got your inner voice and then we've got your outer voice. Now, the next one pretty much goes hand in hand, but it's the conversations that you engage in. I don't know, but there's just some people that love to talk about negativity. I have watched people sit down and have full blown conversations about their problems that they've got with their cars or the problems that they've got with their paychecks or the problems that they have with their kids or whatever the case may be. You know, I have actually listened to more people talk about the negative stuff that their children do with each other as opposed to the positive. Now, I don't know, maybe I missed some of the conversations, but a lot of times there seems to be a, I can do worse than you type of situation going on with most people that engage in negative conversation. It's like we're competing on who has the worst life. 
And that's just not productive. That doesn't put you in a situation where you can be able to support anybody. How do you move away from a conversation where you just told a person that you don't have a dime in your pocket to be able to do exactly what you want to do this weekend into uplifting them with their problems? How does that even work? Because it doesn't. You cannot be a beacon of hope for anybody if you continue to engage in conversations with them about how bad life is. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody is suffering. Everybody is going through something in some way, shape, form, or fashion. You are not alone. You are not by yourself. You're not on an island. You, as a matter of fact, you're not the only person going through what you're going through and you're not going through the worst because there's always somebody out there going through something even more, even worse than what you are engaged in. So stop waddling in these pity parties and stop pulling people into it with you. You cannot preach unity, uh, inclusion, all of these different things. If you are going to be an individual who engages in toxic conversation on a regular basis. I personally don't want to engage a conversation that's about toxicity. Some of the closest people to me will tell you that when a conversation begins to go negative, I find ways to get out of it or I completely shut up because I'm not about to engage in that. If we're not looking at this thing in the best way possible, then by all means, let's not look at it at all. And the truth of the matter is that has nothing to do with the realization that there's a real problem. I'm all for seeing a problem, knowing what it is and addressing it, but I'm all for that. I'm not for seeing a problem, talking about it forever in a day and stewing on how bad it is. That's not me. That's not what I want to do. And you shouldn't be like that either. If you have a real problem, a realistic problem, then it needs to be addressed, deal with it and move on and figure out if you can deal with it. If you can't deal with it, then leave it alone. You have to be willing to do what it takes to solve things, but you're not going to solve anything by sitting around with a group of your friends and all of y'all talking about just how bad your lives are. That's not going to help anybody. And that just destroys your peace. Now, the next situation is a tough one because sometimes people go through some really serious situations. But another thing that threatens your peace is your perspective on the trial itself. Now, I know that there are some things that happen in your lives when you're really, really, really going through a hard time. But every situation is anchored in your perspective, how you see it. How are you looking at this thing that you're going through? I've listened to a bunch of different people and I probably daily now, maybe even more than daily, maybe throughout the day, I am constantly listening to motivational speakers, to self-help, positive thinkers, uh, big achievers. And all the time I listened to their stories. And so many times they were at points where they thought that the situation they were going through was one of the worst. They didn't know which way to turn and they were there. So I'm not going to say 
that you are going to go through all of your life without running into something that is a really big wall, a big pitfall that puts you in the dumps because that's life. You're going to run into tons of issues in your life as long as you live. And some of them are going to be really heavy. The loss of a loved one can be tough. Losing large amounts of money can be tough. Health scares and issues can be tough. Loss of a job can be tough. Failing school can be tough. All these different things that you can face on a regular basis can be really tough and really damaging. But a large part of your ability to overcome them is how you see them. You see, failure is not defeat. And that's the problem that most people run into. Defeat is finite. That's it. It's over. If you are defeated, it is done. But everybody fails. As a matter of fact, some of the brightest minds in the world will tell you, you fail to success. You are ignorant to many different things until you become better. And once you become better, your failures begin to diminish. One of the best quotes that I have ever heard is that the difference in a master and a novice is that the master has failed more times than the novice has even tried. That is so profound because so many people, especially in today's world, they run from failure. They don't want to feel the sting of losing. They don't want to feel the embarrassment of looking bad, but that's a part of growth. At no point in time does anybody wake up excellent. So you have to work your way up to what you're doing. When your perspective on something is bad, that just makes the situation even harder for you to deal with. Let's say your battle is with the most deadliest of diseases that we deal with every day, and that's cancer. You get diagnosed with some form of cancer. There are tons of people who have fallen to this absolutely horrific disease, but there are tons of people out there right now who have not only beat this disease, but they have wiped it completely out of their system. Did they go through trials? Yes. There ain't a single soul in the world who has been through chemotherapy and will tell you it is pleasant. Not a single one. But I tell you right now, as I live and breathe that there are people who have gone through every treatment, done everything possible and come out on the back end better than what they were when they went in because their mind was focused on beating this monster. Now, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. But the main thing is, is you have to give yourself the best fighting chance. And you can't do that if your perspective is negative. If you think that you're defeated, then doggone it, you're going to be defeated. But if you think you've got a fighting chance, then you've got a fighting chance. And you got to push to win because there are more people that depend on you than just you. There's no person in the world that only touches themselves. So by all means, you don't just live for you, you live for more than just you. So why not fight? Why not push through 
and suffer whatever you have to suffer and fight till the end, whether that end be glorious or whether that end be a triumphant defeat. Nevertheless, do what you must and always push through. Now, this next one is really, really, really one of the reasons why a lot of people are stressing. And that comes from the people you decide to listen to. I'm going to be honest with all of you. You need to do a full assessment of your circle, the people you engage in every day, the individuals you call, the individuals you text, the individuals you email, the individuals you listen to online, the individuals whose TV shows you watch, the individuals whose movies you go to see, the individuals whose music you listen to. You need to assess all of that. Because one of the biggest reasons why so many people in the world are toxic and stressful is because of what they choose to engage in. The people they choose to talk to, the people they choose to deal with. You do not understand how vital it is to have people in your corner that you can communicate with that are not attempting to destroy you or demean you or make you feel bad. Now, this can happen multiple ways. One way is that you engage in individuals who are toxic, negative, and think in those ways on a regular basis. Honestly, it, those individuals you can't even really do much about because you're not gonna be able to change them. Remember, that's not in your circle of influence. So you're not gonna be able to change them. But what you can do is distance yourself from them. And sometimes that's hard because it can be somebody that's very important in your life. It could be a parent, it could be a sibling, it could be a loved one, it could be anybody that you have to deal with every day. It could be your boss at work. It could be a coworker that you see all the time. Those individuals, it's difficult for you to part ways because it's hard because you're constantly having to deal with this individual on a regular basis. I understand that, but you're going to have to get creative because if you don't, then they're going to bring you straight into that toxic cloud of negativity that they carry with them everywhere they go. You cannot engage in that. You've got to get yourself away from that. Push yourself away. If that means that you need to find some space where you can actually get away for a while, then do so. If that means that you've got to find some kind of creative way to cut off sound, Maybe wear some ear pods or maybe listen to some music or engage in a conversation with somebody else that's not negative. Then by all means, you've got to figure out how you're going to handle it. But you need to handle it because if you don't, then it is going to cloud you and it is going to internally destroy you. I promise you that is toxic. But the second way is much more dangerous because it is cloaked in care. See, there are some people, well-meaning individuals, they care about you, they love you, they don't want anything bad to happen to you, but they give you advice that causes you to limit your abilities, that causes you to push yourself in a box just because... Just because other individuals did not achieve what you are trying to achieve does not mean that you are limited to what they were able to do. Just because other people have a certain perspective on life doesn't mean that you have to have that same perspective on life. You have to live for you. You have to do things for you. In order to be authentic, 
so that you are not holding yourself, grounding yourself to what other people expect. Because there are a lot of people out there who have absolutely nothing against you, but they just don't believe that you can do the things that you say you can do. So those individuals, you have to be very cautious about how much conversation you give them. Because before you know it, those conversations will have snuck into your psyche. And now you're doubting yourself because you just don't believe that you can do things because somebody else couldn't. You don't think you can fix a friendship because somebody else had the same problem. And when y'all talk, he couldn't do it or she couldn't do it. So maybe you can't do it either. You can't put yourself in that type of box. So it's vital that you monitor both of those things. Those that want to do you harm might be jealous of you, hatred, envy, whatever the case may be. And then those who actually truly care for you, but they just don't have the right motivation for you. Or maybe they're staring you in the safe zone and it's time for you to do a little bit of a challenge zone type situation. So be mindful of that. Please don't crowd yourself with toxic people. It's just not good. Now, the last thing that threatens your peace is the situations you decide to engage in. Sometimes people put themselves in places they shouldn't be. Sometimes people put themselves in situations they shouldn't be in. Sometimes you gain friendships, you gain relationships, you get jobs, you do little side tasks, you do all kinds of stuff that basically is just adding to your stress level and you need to let it go. You do not need to put yourself in a situation that is going to put more stress on you than you're willing to deal with in order to complete the situation. For instance, let's say you're not a painter and somebody asks you to paint their house. They even quote you a pretty decent amount of money for the job. You think it's a good idea, but at the same time, you realize this is going to be pretty stressful because I'm not a great painter. Yet you decide to take the job anyway. Halfway through the job, the owner of the home looks at the paint job that you've done already and they begin to complain. As a matter of fact, they want you to do it all over again. Take all that paint down, start over. That's something that you need to do. Now, look at the level of stress that you've just entered into. Why would you put yourself through that? For money? You don't think that you could have made that money doing something else that you actually know how to do? Sometimes people make choices simply because the flash and the bling of the initial package looks great and they haven't done any long-term thought, nothing to really assess. Do I have the capabilities of doing this? Ladies and gentlemen, I am not a artist. I am a music man. If you ask me to draw you a picture, I don't care how much money you tack onto it, I'm gonna say no, because I know I can't produce what it is that you want for your money. And I'm gonna eventually have to give you the money back and I will have wasted all this time. Now, if you ask me to write you a song, if you ask me to make you a song, I can do that any day, all day, twice on Sundays. But if you ask me to do anything artistic, it's a wrap, don't even ask. And there are some people though, who are willing to jump out the window simply because the offer is so great. Now, let me give you, 
let me give you a word of caution. Now, let me give you a word of caution. If somebody presents you with an opportunity and it is something that you feel like you can learn to do or you can grow to do during this process, then maybe that's something that you should give a go. But by all means, if you know that you're four foot five and you can't jump on the top of a blade of grass and somebody asks you to be a part of a slam dunk contest, unless the situation is where this slam dunk contest is happening on a five foot goal, I don't think you should engage in it. So that adds stress. You should not give yourself stressors that are not adequate to what you are capable of doing, capable of changing, or capable of learning. Anything else, and you are simply wasting your own time, and you're probably going to cause yourself a whole lot of suffering that is not necessary. So let's recap the threats to your peace. One is your self-talk. Please gauge and guard the way that you talk to yourself mentally. It is vitally important. Secondly, your outer voice. Make sure that you're paying attention to what it is that you're saying out of your mouth. It matters. Next is the conversations that you choose to have with other people. Make sure that you are being very cautious about how you communicate with others what you're actually putting out into the world. Next next is your perspective on the trials of life. You need to try to see things as positive as possible. I know every situation is not positive. I know there are some situations that there's no way possible you're going to be able to put a real positive spin on them. But you always have to see light at the end of the tunnel. No suffering lasts forever. No situation is is always ongoing. You will eventually be able to overcome whatever it is. I promise you, you just got to have that in your brain. Next is the people you decide to engage in. If there is nothing else that you get from this episode, please, please be cautious about the people that you decide to talk to and deal with on a regular basis. You have no idea how influential the, the conversations that you have with other people are. I heard a motivational speaker that I talked to say that her and her friends stopped talking about people in their conversations. When they did that, they realized they didn't have a lot to talk about. So be mindful of who you talk to and what you deal with and how you deal with those individuals. And then, of course, lastly, are the situations that you put yourself in. Make sure that you assess these situations. Is this something that I'm willing to engage in and dedicate a large amount of time in? Does it mesh well with the way that my life is going right now? Sometimes it's good to just take a seat back and just look at things as they are and throw that extra activity in there and and see just from that perspective how it is going to change the dynamic of your day-to-day life. Sometimes that's all that you need. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all that I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for checking out the soapbox. I really, really, really appreciate you guys coming through and checking out these episodes. Please stay tuned. We'll have another episode coming soon, as well as a round table that you are not going to want to miss. I love you guys. I'm truly happy to be back, and I can't wait for the next episode. Stay safe. Keep your head up. Peace.